Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about, um, I talk a lot about kind of alignment and what does that actually mean now when most people come to me and they're looking for healing sessions specifically within um, spe- to specifically work within their business, right? So we're, they're coming to me and they're like, okay, clearly my chakras are out of whack. Like I'm seeing the same pattern. I've created all this money. I have experienced all the success or I have all these ideas, but like I just don't feel fulfilled um, and I just don't feel like this is where I'm supposed to be going. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about force versus flow and what that actually has to do, <coughs> excuse me, with your um your alignment as far as your energetic body. Now, when we look at the alignment of each chakra, because each chakra specifically correlates to different areas of your life, of your your physical body, your emotional body, your business. If it's out of balance, if it's leaky, it has too much energy, right? It's excessive. Or if it's blocked and doesn't have enough, what happens is then these, these issues kind of start to pop up. So I want, I want you to understand, though, that just because you can have a a really great chakra system that's like, oh, that shit is lined up. You have been doing the work. You have been, you know, healing your shit. (laughs) You've been committed to really being the best version of yourself and looking at these these areas of your life which you recognize are, are playing out from childhood and kind of recreating themselves in your life. And you're like, okay, I see you. I see you. Um, But there's still this, you're like, okay, but I don't really love doing this part of my business. And I don't really like doing that. And the the thing is, even if you are in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing, your soul's purpose. So your soul's purpose, it, it sits in your, your heart space. Um, it's usually why people get like so passionate when they talk about things. Like, you know that that's what they're meant to do. And just because it doesn't come easily to you or you have to put in effort doesn't mean (laughs) that it's out of alignment. And I think there's this misconception that everything should be easy and that, you know, if this is what I was meant to do, it would just be easy. Well, you guys, I know I was meant to be a healer. I know I was meant to teach it in a way that pertains to business um, in order to help shift the frequency and the awareness and the process in which people build businesses. 
I know that. Now, I have openly shared, though, that I am also not somebody who tech things come very naturally to. Well, that would seem a little counterproductive if my purpose and the way that I help most people is through online business, right? You would think that I would be like a tech whiz, whiz and I'm, I'm for sure not, okay? Um, but, but what my purpose is, is to help people. My purpose is to help heal people. My purpose is to be the mirror for those so that they can see where their greatness lies, their true potential, their highest self. So I can reflect that back to them so that they can, they feel that, they feel that vibration. It feels more tangible so that way they can own it. I don't do the healing, right? I just provide you the mirror and offer you the opportunity to see what your highest alignment could feel like and be like. And then it is up to every single person in order to maintain their alignment. It's like you can go to the gym every single day. You can have a personal trainer and they can see how great you can be. But if you don't actually show up for the gym and you don't do the work, you don't get the results. This is the, this, this work nobody can do for you. And so when we're talking about forcing something versus flow, I think there's this misconception that it should, you know, I'll only work when I feel creative and motivated and, you know, when things come easily to me, you guys, <laughs> that's not how it works. I know what's on my heart and my soul's mission in this life is. That doesn't mean I'm not going to have to learn things. It doesn't mean I'm not going to have to figure things out. It doesn't mean that things aren't going to be a struggle sometimes and I'm going to have to learn some lessons in order to move through that. I have watched I, what's interesting is when I started this podcast, um, I didn't know anything about podcasting. I knew nada, literally zilch. I was like, okay, um, I don't even know how to use like GarageBand or anything else to record things. I had never, I'd recorded like videos on my phone, um, but I had never really recorded an audio, put in an intro and an outro and and, you know, adjusted all the, the volumes and fade in, like all of these things and then uploaded, like how the hell does it get on iTunes? I was like, I have no idea. I spent hours researching and fine tuning my delivery of my podcast. I didn't say, okay, clearly the podcast is for, maybe I just need to hire somebody. Financially, I was not in the space to hire somebody to be my podcast manager. I was like, okay, I need to figure it out. I also figured out how to to do to set up all these like online portals where my clients can access all of their modules and and their learning tools and and things like that. Nobody really gave me like a this is how you do it. I YouTube the shit out of everything. You guys, I watched this YouTube video when I was working on creating my podcast. I watched it four times. It is like 36 minutes long and I still was screwing shit up. Okay. I still didn't have like, I was like, okay, how do I do this? How do I, I'm pressing buttons. I'm Googling things. When in doubt, Google it out. <laughs> that, that was my motto. Um, I also had, uh, when I would get really frustrated, uh, what's in my, uh, if you guys do not know, my, my fiance works in, um, 
in photography and, and uh, videography. So he is actually quite familiar with all of these systems, but I really hate to rely on, he's my partner and my, my life partner, not my business partner. And he's got, he's actually an entrepreneur as well. So I really was trying not to take away from his time and really research all of these things. I also feel like in order for me to learn, I really have to experience things myself and I need to kind of flesh all of it out. And then I don't mind delegating, but I need to understand what's being required of somebody and have a full grasp of it before I can delegate. That way I also see like the value in it and things. Um, so I spent, I don't know, maybe six to eight hours trying to get my first podcast up. So then shortly after I released my podcast, I had several people, oh my gosh, how do you do it? Could you show me? Can, can I pick your brain? And I'm like, I mean, you can pick YouTube. That's what I did. I was like, I am... I don't know how much I can help you because I barely really know it myself. Like I know the steps that I take. I'm not sure if they're the right steps. I mean, it's up there. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Actually, it wasn't for a little bit. Um, I didn't realize that I had to like verify my account or something like that. I can't remember what I had to do, but there was something that I was missing. And somebody's like, I can't find it on Spotify. And I was like, are you sure? Because it says that, you know, I was like, oh my goodness. But this is what I mean. I know that I meant to share this message. I know. And like I have, I know it because these, these incredible soulmate clients find me and what they're wanting to share and what they're wanting to do with their, their businesses and their life really like the hit, the hit me deep, the hit me in the feels. And I am their biggest cheerleader and I want so much for their success because I can see their potential in there. I see their highest self. I can feel it. It's tangible and palpable to me. That doesn't mean that all of the things that come along with that are going to be easy. Well, having a podcast allows me to share more of my teachings with more people. It allows me a space. You guys know I'm a talker. I like to talk. This is where it is at for me, right? I love just being able to just share and talk with you guys. So I was like, I got to figure this shit out, (laughs) even if it takes me all damn day. And I did. And a lot of even the, the teachings and things like that, that I have had to search them out on my own. I recognize that there were things in my life and patterns and struggles and things like that, that I was like, this doesn't quite make sense. Like how, not that it doesn't make sense, but I'm like, I see it. I see the pattern. I'm not sure how to get through it in a way that releases it so I can move forward because I recognize like, it's very interesting. It almost feels like a little out of body when you're like vibrationally and things that I know that I'm meant to experience that are of a higher vibration, right? We talk about this, more money, um, your your impact is bigger, your, your income is bigger, your investments are bigger, your exposure is more. All of those things do require you to have a higher vibration, vibrational energy, and also a more expansive energy. So I mean like your auric field. So the, the vibration that your body emits um, several feet outside of you. The lower vibrational experiences are very tight to the body. The, the aura is very close. 
And so to recognize that I feel physically in a lower vibration and I recognize some of those experiences, but I also see and can also feel that that is not meant for me. And I'm kind of in this limbo, like I'm not quite one. I don't really identify with one and I don't quite identify with the other. And so back then it was very much this like weird space of like, okay, well, how do I then shift into that? And so when I started um, learning about the chakras, I I didn't necessarily go and like take a course. Like I, I didn't, I began investigating and really getting so curious and, and absorbing all of these teachings. And I was reading and, um, I did take courses, don't get me wrong, but it's not like I took a course and was like, Oh, aha. Like I, um, most people are like, Oh, you, you did a Reiki course. I actually was already a energy practitioner, um, prior to learning and, and specifically Reiki. I was already doing a lot of these things before I ever realized that that's what it was. Um, so this is something that is just has been naturally kind of in tune into my body. It's something that feels like ancient wisdom in my own body. I've, I've done it in past lives. I know that I have. And so it, it very much came second nature and like, of course, of course, you know. Um, but that doesn't always mean that I'm in this flow state, that I'm always like, oh, this feels so good and I can create all these things around it. Well, when I'm creating for, um, you know, Instagram or when I'm trying to think of podcast ideas and, and different things like that, does that doesn't always mean that just because I know what my purpose is that I'm easily able to just whip it out, right? Um, I really like this example. Stephen Cope um, wrote a book. It is called The Great Work of Your Life. And... Um, in it, he talks about uh, a famous painter who would go and he would paint, uh, I think his last it was Caro, C-A-R-O-T, I can't remember his first name. Um, oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, Don't I, it is the painter in the book, but I can't for sure remember the, the exact name of, his exact name at this moment. Um, but he went to the same spot every single day at different times during the day and painted. And he would, it was this beautiful landscape and he would run into other painters because it was kind of a a famous area. And they're like, you're painting that again? You're painting that again? Like again? Like it's this beautiful Mediterranean landscape and Nobody could quite understand why he just showed up doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And he did this for, I can't remember, I want to say like four years or something like that. And what was really incredible is when you think about how monotonous that must be. When you think about, do you think he was like super jazzed to paint the same thing that he had painted for the last year? Right? Like... Yes, you're going at different times of the day. And as an artist, you're seeing kind of the the different light and the the different seasons and all of these things. But you don't don't think that he was like, is this really my purpose? Like he didn't question some things, but he was like, no, I have this. I know that I'm meant to be here. There's something here for me. There's something here that's meant for me to share, to discover. Um, And so he painted the same thing 
over and over and over. And what he discovered was all of these beautiful colors were not actually bright. It was this beautiful landscape. It I can't... I, I wish I could remember the, the name of the paintings right now. Of course, I got to tell you, I can't think of anything. I'll look it up and put it in the show notes for you. But this Mediterranean hillside is known for these like really like bright colors and stuff like that. And, and everybody was like, oh, it's because the light, it's this, the Mediterranean light, right? It, it just amplifies all these colors. And what he discovered was it wasn't actually the light, the light actually when you it it drowned it out it was actually like whitewashed it was actually the the lack like the overexposure was so that's where kind of in color theory when you add white to things to change the um how vivid the color is that's where it came from but he would never have discovered that had he not gone and painted the same place over and over and over and over again knowing that there was something there there was he was right on this verge of discovering something incredible but had he been like oh i'm i'm i've already painted this three times like what else am i gonna discover or this is this is hard like what else is there for me this is hard this is monotonous this is boring so many of my other friends are doing new things and stuff like that it's part of the reason why I teach all of my my clients that I'm like, okay, we're not creating new programs all of the time. Because what happens is then instead of creating a new program or doing something new, what's on your heart? What what are your offerings that are on your heart? Again, that, because it resides in your heart space. What is your purpose? Okay, if you have three offerings. Let's say you have um, like a group program, you have like a one-on-one and you have um, like a um, like an evergreen product. Not that you can't continue to create, but if you only launched it one time, you only shared your offering one time, you only did something one time, you would never really know its fullest potential. You would never really be able to see the full potential of your purpose played out in your life. So when people get frustrated after they're like, I've been posting for a month and nobody's buying. Well, you guys, I've been in an online business for a long time and I've had 20 people sign up for a program and I've had two. But what's interesting is the two people that have signed up for for the program it was the first launch of it. Now, I had already been in business for a while. And it was the first launch of it. And two people makes it feel like a failure, except for it didn't. To me, that wasn't a failure. This was, this is when I first began really teaching about business and chakras and how they correlate. And I was like, so in my zone of fucking genius. I was like this. And so those two people felt so precious and so clear to me. And I was like, yes, I want to give you the most value possible because I know this is what I meant to do. Now, when I had 20 people sign up, it was so interesting the type of people that were attracted to it because no, I had one person out of 20 follow through to the end. Most people fell off before halfway through the program. It was 
I would say in terms of when I think of a successful program, I think I don't put these things out there and I don't enroll people because I want you to forget about it. I enroll people because I feel like you you want this and need this transformation and I can help you with it. I want you to experience that transformation. And so even though 20 people may seem great, it it didn't it didn't hit me in the heart space. I it felt like a lot of force. It felt like I was really having to do things that were that were kind of hard in a way that didn't feel like the good kind of hard. You know, it's like when you work out and there's that like good kind of burn. It's like the sweat is this evidence, this proof that you're you're putting in. You know, there's that sweat equity. Well, when you think about force versus flow, when you are in flow and when you are truly tapped into your purpose, there are going to be times that it still feels new and unfamiliar and a challenge. Challenge and learning something new and really having to dig in deep because you know that it's meant for your purpose, like spending eight hours figuring out how the heck you put a podcast together, that is still being in flow. Force looks a lot more like I'm concerned about how much I'm selling. I need to sell to this many people. I don't, I'm like, eh, I'll take whoever that's not, you know, I, I, want, I want people that, that want this transformation, but if they don't, it's okay. Versus I want these two people to feel deeply connected. I want these two people to really transform their life. And they did. It's so incredible. That's the difference. Forcing is, is really comes from a space of external motivation. Rather than internal drive. It's this internal fuel of like, I understand it's hard, but I want to stay anyways. And so when you really start to look at how you're, you're operating in your life and in your business, start to look at spaces where, yes, things feel like a challenge, but they don't feel, you still are motivated. You're still curious. That is still in flow. Just because it doesn't, it's not like, I have all this motivation to get up and do it. You're not always going to have motivation. You're not always going to feel creative. But when it comes from a space of true authenticity, true alignment, you'll know that it still needs to come forward even though it's a struggle. Versus, I feel like I've seen other people do these things. These are the things that are markers for success according to other people, even according to myself, because I have perceived that this is success. So again, Two people for me was the ultimate success, was so much more successful to me than the 20 people. Now, when you look at that logistically, you're like, wait a second. But because I was in such a clear state of who I was, what what I was offering people and, and sharing with people as a, a business owner and somebody that is helping other people build businesses, it's part of the reason why I created the... Um, the energetics of entrepreneurship 
my 10-week group coaching program. It literally walks you through every single chakra. It walks you through how each part of your business is lining up with each chakra. What chakra feeds different parts of your business? So that you can recognize that in healing sessions and things like that, what is off? So what you kind of need to tap into and tune into to really refine the systems around that area so that they can be built upon your highest alignment. So you're not building systems out of feeling force, out of an imbalance. You're actually building systems that support your flow. So sometimes this does mean hiring out certain things. It does mean paying people for, for things because in all reality, you're like, this, I would much rather stay in a state where, you know, this is my zone of genius. And I recognize you have those talents, you have those gifts, and you can do that more efficiently and effectively. So I'm going to pay you for that. Right? It's knowing what actually keeps you in more of a flow state, even when you're not motivated, even when you're creatively challenged, you know. It's not always going to feel like, yes, I love it. I, you know, I, I say I'm excited to get up for my job every day, and I am. That doesn't always mean all day long I'm like so jazzed. Sometimes writing emails and, and curating some things, you're like, Ugh, I know that, that this needs to get out there. This message needs to get out here. But this is not my favorite part. But I'm showing up anyways. Because the result, the clients that I get to connect with, the transformation that I see them have, their businesses that are growing, that to me is worth it. That is on my heart. That is my soul's assignment, which keeps me in flow, even when I'm doing things that aren't my favorite to do, but I know are necessary. It's not forced. Forced is, again, from an external place, an ex- needing external value- validation. So when you begin to really look at your business, what things keep you in this state of flow, even when they're difficult? What things keep you in the state of like, I know that this this is necessary, even though it's a bit of a struggle. And if you're feeling some struggles and you kind of feel there's a lot of force in your business, the energetics of entrepreneurship is probably a really great program for you. So you can identify where you are feeling the imbalances of your chakras showing up in your business. And then so you can create systems that support you in your highest alignment, support you in flow. If you want more information about that, please just send me an email, shalanecarter at gmail.com, or you can also send me a DM on Instagram at shalanecarter, um, and I can get you some more information about that. So I love you all. Find your find your space that that you know you're operating from your heart space, that you constantly feel like you can tap into this this energy of flow rather than always feeling like an uphill battle that's forced. Sending you all a, a big hug. I'll catch you on the next episode. Cheers.